The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Go to fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The full normal. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 28 hundo and 50 ocho of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gain cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busses, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Solio, back with another episode. Today's episode, the Beast Cast, is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everston K2 Flexing on all you fucking all right, fam, welcome to the show. Welcome to Ask Papa Solio Live. That's right, Ask Papa Solio Live. So we're just taking questions today. We got some calls, and we will take some live questions along with some questions from Shitstagram. So if you have a question in the comments, you can drop it. Uh, hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. So you can start doing that right now. We're going to jump right into today's episode because it is a swole after dark. And we got no time to waste, so drop your questions in the comments down below. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. And of course, if you are ready to join the Swole fam today, man, head on over to SwoleNormousX.com. And right after today's episode, actually, uh, probably, yeah, right after today's episode, you're going to get an evening text so you can answer it also in the morning, but need to hold you accountable this week. So what are you doing to hold yourself accountable. What are you promising yourself to work on this week? You might even get that text uh, during this live stream because it's going to go out momentarily. So make sure you respond to that. And we're going to get into all those responses um, this week and especially tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time because we do have accountability Monday at 12 noon tomorrow. So be here for that. Uh, it's going to be a great way to start your week. So that being said, let's get on into the episode. Let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Falcon. 
Now, we had this card a couple days ago. We usually don't do Swole After Darks, but when it happens, we like to do a Swole After Dark card. So drop that in the comments. Hashtag Swole After Dark. We'll give this away at the end of today's episode. Hashtag Swole After Dark. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Let's get into some questions. We got some calls. Uh, definitely want to get into those. Remember, you can call into the show, uh, askpapaswolio.com, call into the show, and we get to those um, definitely on Sundays. If we get a lot during a week, we'll you know drop in a couple calls uh, throughout the week. So if you can't be there on a live stream or you have something that you want to explain in a little bit more depth, you have an opportunity to call into the show anytime you want, askpapaswolio.com. Again, that's askpapaswolio.com, uh, only banned in Costa Rica. So no, can't call in. You just can't. You can't even load up the website. It's blocked in Costa Rica, so it's unfortunate. But it is what it is. I don't make the rules. Actually, I do, and that's the rule. But um, that's neither here nor there. Let's get into it. Oh, you got the message, Cerny. All right, so make sure you answer that um, after the show. Just do it after the show, and then we'll get to those uh, tomorrow. I know it's a little bit uh, later than normal, but it's all good. It's all good. So finish that up, and uh, after the show, you can respond to that swole text. All right, let's get some questions. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Let's get into Brad's question first. Mr. Miller. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I bring this up on the screen. Brad, Papa Swolio, truck driver here. Let's see if I can get that up here. Truck driver here. Thoughts on chiropractic care for neck stiffness. I can hardly turn my head left or right, and if I look up to where my head would touch my back, if I look up, that hurts a lot. Well, uh, we have a lot of people that have various opinions in the Swole Fam. You could drop your thoughts in the comments about chiropractic. I don't use a chiropractor. I have no plans on ever going to use one. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, personally, I think it's going to come down to corrective exercise and changing your, your movement patterns. So corrective exercise for your neck, for your thoracic spine, practicing yoga, um, you know, neck stiffness is usually coming from some sort of other imbalance or overuse injury, which is usually what is the leading cause of an imbalance. You use certain muscles more than others and you don't work them evenly. You don't work the back of your, you know, the back of your uh, thoracic spine as much. You don't work your middle and lower traps, your rhomboids. You're just kind of sitting in a, in a truck rounded forward and you're just in a locked position more often than not. So adding in some corrective exercises and doing that regularly, like yoga and specific exercises for strengthening those like cervical retractors and opening up your thoracic spine, which is great from yoga and actually targeted exercises, which some chiropractors do. But in terms of like the whole just stretching and even getting a massage or back cracking, you know, that's just might just give you some temporary relief. But if you continue to just drive a truck and you're in a locked in position over and over again, those things will probably return. So I definitely, there's a lot of great exercises and stretches and things that I can tell you right now, but it's not necessarily going to be something that you're going to understand and be able to take action. But what happens is when you're just, you know, whether it's one arm at a time, because if you're driving a truck, you might not be, you know, 10 and two hands and 10 and two, you might be twisting slightly and having your left arm on the wheel or your right arm, or maybe you keep your wallet in your back pocket. So your hips are kind of tilted. So you're leaning one side or another. There's just certain bad habits that we can perpetuate. And if you're in a car in a position like that all the time, uh, it just tends to like a, you're planting anything into a pot. 
the roots are going to take the form and take the shape of a pod. If you've ever taken a plant out of a pod, you'll see all the roots are all up the sides of the the pot and stuff. So it's going to form to the, the pot. And the same thing with the human body. You're going to form to what you normally do. So if you're slouching forward and you have poor posture when you're driving, then it's going to cause you to have maybe excessive cervical extension with your neck and it just perpetuates over time. So I'm not saying that going to a chiropractor, some chiropractors do corrective exercise and kind of physical therapy, but it sounds like what you need is actually a physical therapist and corrective exercises and doing something like that more regularly so you can create a better balance uh, with the musculature in your thoracic and cervical spine. All right, let's see. Thank you for the question. You could follow up, Brad. Hopefully that gives you a little bit more insight. I'm sorry to hear that you're in pain. Uh, what's your nutrition like and what are you doing currently for training and stuff like that? Leslie, Papa Solio is the rap music. At the beginning of the video is available for download. I'd love to add it to my workout playlist. Uh, not currently. That's my boy, King Darius. He he removed his stuff from Spotify for, for specific reasons. Um, so that's that's his business. But it's possible that I might be able to make it available for, for members or something inside X, but it's not currently available for download anywhere, as far as I know, as far as I know. But a lot of people, hey, look, I told them just to leave it. Don't take it offline, but that was a while. It was like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? I think a year or two that he removed those things. Uh, Mike Dizzle, Papa Swolio, I started incorporating some maximum swole for certain body parts today. Does the amount of warm-up sets matter, and how should I gauge warm-up weight? So you start incorporating some maximum swole for certain body parts today. I'm confused. I don't understand what you mean by that. For certain body parts, are you doing maximum swole the program? What does that mean? Uh, in terms of warm-up sets, so for me, just to give you an example, for my workouts, usually what I've been doing lately for any exercise, there's only one or two that I'll do more than two sets. So today I did hamstrings and glutes. I did posterior chain work. And what I did to warm up was doing some hip flexor and some standing leg curls with my monkey foot. Did two sets of light Jefferson curls. Uh, what I did was, I did, you know, for the, for the actual working sets, I did two sets of seated leg curl to failure. And then three sets of 45 degree glute glute hyperextensions which are you know the back hyperextension machine but with a heavy kettlebell doing like five to ten reps so i did five sets total two for hamstrings and three for glutes fucking toast so the way i warm up for the hamstring curls for example is i'll do two to three warm-up sets but i'm not exhausting myself so the warm-up weight is just again what you're doing is you're priming yourself for those all-out sets so that could vary Maybe if you're doing an upper body push day like chest, you need four warm-up sets. But what I do for my warm-up sets for the hamstrings I'll put on, if I was going to do curls with 220 pounds, whatever it is, I did a warm-up set with like 130 or 150. And I did like five, six, seven, eight reps, but not to failure, anywhere close. Then I'll rest like a, you know, two to three minutes. And then I did another warm-up set um, with, let's say a little bit heavier. And I put on, you know, 170 or 180, but I'll do like two or three reps just to do a couple, just to kind of prime myself psychologically for heavier weight. 
So my warm-up sets aren't sets to failure. I'm not doing 15 or 20 reps until like I'm getting a real burn. I'm just doing the weight, getting my muscles. Cause I already did, uh, I already did my lower body mobility kind of activation. Sometimes I'll do reverse sled and things like that for quads. I'll do some club swinging for upper body. So before a chest day, I'll swing the club with both arms and then I'll move on to my warm-up sets because my joints are warmed up. I don't need to do any of these. I, you know, you're warming up for exercise. You shouldn't be doing static stretching. So when I'm doing upper body or lower body, I want to get the joints. I want to get the blood flowing. I want to just kind of, you know, I want to get the, the muscles that I'm working ready for intense weights. That's really all I'm doing. That's really all I'm doing. So you need to the warm up sets are just pre preparation sets. And the thing that I see with a lot of people is that they end up exhausting themselves before they even lift. So if you're doing 20 minutes on an elliptical machine and then you're doing 20 minutes of yoga and mobility and all these corrective exercises and activation stuff, by the time you get to your workout, you might lift hard, but not as hard as you could if you didn't spend 30 minutes exhausting yourself first. A warm-up should be preparation. So what I think you should think of in terms of, we, I mean, I still colloquially call it warm-up sets because, but I really do explain that here on the podcast a lot. I try to refer to them as preparation sets. So when you're doing the actual exercise, think about this. You're preparing for those all-out sets. And for maximum soul, you're doing one or two all-out sets. So whatever you need to do to train at a hundred percent, go as heavy as you can, right? For those reps to or close to failure, that's what you need to do. And there's a reason why I'll do the first set very light. Let's say, again, if I'm doing an exercise with 200 pounds for curls or whatever it is, I will do maybe a hundred pounds and I'll do five or 10 repetitions. So I kind of get a little pump going and I'll do a little bit more high rep that first set, but then the next couple preparation sets, I'll put on more weight, but I'll do one or two reps. Okay, 150, one. Okay, cool. You know, uh, 180, one, two. Okay, cool. And then you kind of rest, I'm ready. And then you put on the weight and then smash. So you're priming the body. You already did your general preparation with the club swing or reverse sled or Jefferson curls or kind of leg curls or hip flexor work or whatever it is, dynamic movement. And then your preparation should be exactly that preparation. You don't want to exhaust yourself before you do your sets. All right, let's take a call and then we'll get into Mike's follow-up um, question here. So again, if you want to call into the show, hashtag AskPapaSwilly. Let's take a call from Jeff is on the line. Hefe, Jeff. How do you get that perfect sun tanned natural glow? <laughs> I think Jeff actually asked this whomever this is, I think this was also, uh, did we just do a question on Instagram where it was like the suntan glow? All right. Well, I, I get sun. So, I mean, it's not, so how do you, how do you look like you get sun? Well, I live in a place called the sunshine state, so it's plentiful here and I get lots of it. I get as much as I possibly can. And, you know, of course I go inside. I'm not out there trying to get burned, but I'm in the sun all the time. And then, of course, I'm moisturizing. Make sure you moisturize so you're not turning into this old leathery catcher's mitt. So I use beef tallow, these beef tallow products that have different things in them. So it's grass-fed beef tallow, sometimes some 
extra virgin olive oil or some frankincense and jojoba oil. I mix in jojoba oil with the tallow. So I put tons of jojoba oil all over my body. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. So that's how, but get some sun. And plus I eat healthy food. If you're eating a lot of vegetable oils and seed oils, you might know if your diet's shitty, you'll burn more easily. The healthier I've eaten, the more healthy fats and raw dairy and grass-fed beef and all this stuff over year over years and years, I just absorb sun better. I notice it. I notice that I just don't get, you know, I can absolutely get burned if I'm just, but I'm not laying there oiling up outside in the sun, just cooking. I'm not on a frying pan. I'm out there. I'll sit and, you know, out there maybe having some coffee in the morning or with the dogs or I'm outside exercising and I'll turns on that just laying in the sun, but then I'll go inside if it gets hot or I'm walking around, moving around. So I'm not just sitting there getting a suntan. Anyone can get burned, but I get, I get so much consistent sun that I just don't really, I don't worry about that. I never wear sunblock. Fuck that chemical shit. He wants to wear Papa's skin, enjoying it with a bottle of Chianti. Oh my God. <laughs> you know the thing about a shark, he's got lifeless eyes, black yeah. eyes, like a doll's eyes. Uh, someone earlier asked, uh, Dewey Herman asked, Papa Swolio, you got any pro wrestling clips on that big old soundboard? I need to get some more, but I do have, this is everyone. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> so I got that one. I got that one. Okay, let's see here. We got a follow-up. We got a little one from Mike Schnizzle. Let's see. Papa Swolio. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, we have another Jeff here saying different Jeff. Like, this Jeff does not... <laughs> Jeff's in the chat. I do not care about your, 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 your sun-kissed skin. Just to clarify, it's not me. All right. Mike says, uh, Papa Swolio, I want to add size to my chest and quads. Don't we all? So I thought... <clears throat> using the maximum swell would help me jumpstart it. I will go over it again to make sure I'm not effing it up. Well, that's good. I mean, questions are great. So I don't mind that. Uh, thought using the maximum swell will help me jumpstart. Let me just give you a little bit of context. So in other words, for those workouts, you were just doing maximum swell. Yes, it can, but it's really in context of everything else. Because the reason why maximum swell is so effective, and that's why I still train it, it doesn't mean you can only do one set for an exercise. You might be doing two, but it really should be between four and six sets in a workout. So if you're doing chest, you're not doing more than four to six working sets in that workout. Like in a given week or cycle, you're doing four to six sets. You could do a little bit more, but it really depends on your recovery. So the reason why maximum swell is important and effective is that because of the way you're structuring your entire workout, you're able to systemically recover. See, what most people don't realize is that if you want to grow your body, we'll call it the system. Everything is your system. When we talk about the system, I'm talking about your central nervous system, your brain, spinal cord, you know, all the, literally the central, it's called the central nervous system, but it's really your, the CEO of your body. It's, it's running the ship, all right? It's the operator. Now, your chest might have been trained six or seven days ago. So let's say you do everything once a week, approximately. But if you trained every single day, even though it's been seven days, you might be like, well, it's time for me to train my chest again. And let's say that's a priority for you. You're trying to, you have to priority, prioritize body parts that you want to grow. If you don't put them first and train them when you're most fresh, et cetera, et cetera, then 
you're not going to get the results that you want. So let's say you're training it once in a seven day cycle. So it's been seven days while well, your chest is recovered. It's time for you to train it again. But let's say on day two, you train quads. And then on day three, you did back. And then on day four, you did shoulders. And then on day five, you did arm. And then on day six, you did something else. You trained every single day. So even though it's been seven days since you did your chest, you've been blasting the same body every single day. So what a lot of people don't realize is their lack of continuous progress is because more isn't better. You can't just do more sets all the time. You can't just go from doing 10 sets in a workout to 11 sets, to 12 sets, to 13 sets. More isn't better. You need to recover from. And as you get older and more experienced, you're training harder. So as you're training harder, as you build muscle over time, the overload and the intensity on your body and the wear and tear increases. So you can't do as much. So people are trying to lift more over time and then do more volume over time. And they wonder why they stop growing. So what you really need to do is train harder, but less volume. And psychologically, that's hard because when you're younger, you can get away with more volume because you can't really train as hard. You can't really lift as heavy. You're younger, you recover faster. So you might be able to get away with 10, 15 sets, you know, 20 sets for a body part and still see progress when you're new to training or whatever, because you're younger, you recover faster and you might not be training as close to failure. So, you know, getting more sets in there. You, you know, you're getting more fatigue, but you're recovering faster because you're 20 years old and you kind of get away with it, making those kinds of mistakes. But you can't, if you're 40 or 50, you can't train the same way you did when you were 20. You just can't recover this fast, period. So how do you build muscle? How do you have progressive overload if you can't recover as fast? Well, you train hard and you overload. You train with that high intensity up to and including failure as close as possible but you just don't do as much. You don't need as much. What you need is the recovery in between. Because if you do not have, if your central nervous system is blasted because you're training every day, you're doing too much volume, your body is exhausted as a system, you're not gonna build muscle anywhere. Even if you train each body part once a week, you're just, your system is exhausted. So you're not gonna grow anywhere, okay? Very important to understand. All right, fam, hit that thumbs up button. Everyone, take a moment, hit that thumbs up button. Thank you for the question. I'll follow up if you want to ask again something else. So make sure you hit the thumbs up button. We're live on Rumble, rumble.com slash The Daily Swole. Everyone's wondering why there aren't more likes on the video. It's because when you open up Rumble, it just opens up the live chat right away and you don't see the thumbs up. So the interface needs to change with Rumble. They need to make some improvements so you can actually be in the chat window and see the thumbs up button at the same time. So reload it, hit the thumbs up button. It helps tremendously. You'll see a lot more people come in the live stream if you hit the thumbs up. So thank you for doing it. All right, let's see if we can get, we still haven't gotten the record. We still haven't broken the record with the likes. So it's always like 5% or 10% of the total views. I don't know why you guys hate hitting the thumbs up button. No one knows. I don't even know who's hitting what. I just know that the number goes up, which is good. So. Hit it if you like the video. Plus, you'll get notified better. So anyway, make sure you're recovering. Make sure you're recovering. And I don't do two, I don't do more than two intense lifting days in a row. So I did yesterday. Yesterday I did. Did I do yet yesterday? What was yesterday? Saturday? I think yesterday I trained. Pretty sure I trained yesterday. And I trained today. Pretty sure it was yesterday. So I did two in a row. So I did back 
I did back yesterday and I did hammies and glutes today. So tomorrow is an off day from intense training. Um, but I will, I would do one day and then take off and then do another. So it's not necessarily, I do at least at the most two at the least one. So I'm okay with taking two days off from intense training in a row, but I'm also doing other stuff. I'm doing mobility. I'm doing sauna and cold plunge and walking and doing maybe some accessory stuff. So I'm just not doing major macro stuff. Maybe I'll do a mobility session or I'll do, you know, calves or abs or something like that. So I might be doing some specific uh, things, but it's not going to be the same type of overload. So you can train your calves hard or forearms or abs. It's not the same kind of systemic overload as, let's say, hack squats or pendulum squats or barbell squats or um, heavy like lat pull downs or heavy chest pressing. So again, when you start thinking about your training from a physiological fatigue standpoint, you start to understand, hmm, maybe I can train more frequently, but if I want to train more frequently, I need to make sure the recovery is proper, but maybe I choose less fatiguing exercises. So maybe you don't do a leg day, for example. For example, a very fatiguing leg day, you're doing front squats, back squats, RDLs. You know, you're just, anytime you're loading your spine, it's very fatiguing. So for example, when I'm doing a leg workout or a quad workout, you know, I'll, I'll pick I'll do the most fatiguing exercise first. It's usually going to be, lately it's been for my quad workouts, it's been pendulum squats. So I'm not going to do pendulum squats and hack squats and walking lunges and, you know, with a bar on my back. It's just repetitive. In other words, you want to avoid redundant exercises and you want to make sure that you're pairing up more fatiguing exercise with less fatiguing. So a really good quad workout would be, for example, pendulum squats or a hack squat when you're weight on your spine and then leg extensions or sissy squats, something where you're not loaded um, your axial skeleton's not loaded, you know, maybe an isolation exercise and, you know, compound first and then follow with an isolation. You don't need more than two exercise for quads, pendulum squats and leg extensions, four sets total. You're fucked, especially if you're going hard enough. So again, and, and we talk about this all the time with the, with, with the programs, you should make sure you're coming at this from a standpoint of recovery. So when you start thinking about your training as, am I recovering enough or am I minim minimizing the fatigue enough? When you look at it from that standpoint, you start making better decisions and different decisions. I will tell you that when you start doing that, it's a mind fuck because you feel like you're not doing a lot. You feel like you could do more, but you'll get better results. So again, do you want to do what works or do you want to do what makes you feel a certain way? That's the big difference. A lot of people want to feel exhausted and wiped out. Well, guess what? You're going to feel exhausted and wiped out if you do too much and beat yourself into the ground and do two hours of cardio in the morning and then two hours of weightlifting every night. You're going to feel wiped out. If that's the way, the way you want to feel, you're also not going to get results. And you're going to fuck up your hormones and jack yourself up. So maturing in the gym is realizing, oh, less is more. I just need to make more of what I do. And I'm still in the gym for an hour. Legit. I'll still train for an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. I'm just doing four or five fucking sets. So you're thinking, well, how's it take me an hour? Well, I might rest three or four minutes. If I'm going to my max and I'm just fucking failure, I'm not doing a set in 30 seconds. I'm waiting three or four minutes. I need it, maybe five. And then I'll do another set. And then I'll wait three or four or five. And then I'll do the next exercise with a few minutes in between. So five sets might take me 40 minutes. 
So when I'm talking about low volume and high intensity, I'm not saying that, oh, you just train for 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe if you do one or two sets, which can still help you maintain muscle, but if you still want to make progress, again, you want to do as little extra, as little extra as you need from maintenance, whatever you, whatever you would do to maintain exactly where you are, how much more does it take to grow? Just a little bit more than that. So if you can maintain at three or four sets in a week, then maybe you only need five sets or six sets. And everyone's different. Some people take longer to recover. Some people need less to maintain. Some people need less to grow. But it's really not so much about how much you do in terms of volume, it's the intensity. So there's a point of diminishing returns. So you might get more benefits. You might get more benefits from doing three sets, three working sets for an exercise, for a body part. When I say three working sets, I don't mean three for bench press. I mean three for chest. Okay? So if you if you're doing if it takes you three sets to maintain, do four or five. But I mean, usually after a certain point, like usually around six or so, usually around six sets is just diminishing returns. You might get some benefits or some increase for seven or eight sets, but the fatigue that you'll incur from doing 20 or 30% more volume might outweigh the extra. So I'll do four to six sets and I will repeat a body part in eight or nine days. I don't, I'm not on a seven day cycle. It's like eight or nine days. And I'll do two days on one day off. But like I said, if I, if it's two days on one day off and something happens and I take the two days off, I just come back to the next to two days on. Or if I do two days off, two days on one day off, and then I get a great workout in the next day, but then something happens, my schedule, I take that one off. That's fine. I'll just get back into it. Oh. All right, let's get into another question. Oh my God. This one says, this one's from Lizzo. No way. It says Lizzo. I don't think Lizzo's calling me. Hey, Papa Swolio. Quick question followed by a statement. Ooh. Uh, question would be, uh, during reverse sled, do you have like a good posture straight up or do you kind of lean backwards at like a 45 degree angle when you're pulling? And then the statement would be, uh, I was watching your episode the other day and you were saying like, man, I wonder if you guys are annoyed when I stopped the videos so much. And I was <laughs> thinking to myself like, no, we, uh, that's why we're watching. We, we want your opinion. We want to hear about it. So I don't know if you were just bullshitting or like subconsciously like, man, I wonder if they want me to just play it through. Like I figured I'd chime in and let you know, like, no, man, we want a two minute video. We want that last like six, 10 minutes. Just to hear what you have to say on it. All right. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Good call. Thank you so much, bro. Uh, so yeah, actually, you know, literally, um, I was, I was asking seriously and jokingly because obviously I'm going to do the show the way I want to as well. Um, I just figure sometimes I'm stopping it and people are like, Oh, just play the fucking video. But I figured more often than not, people are, oh my God, thank God you interrupted that insanity for a couple seconds. But that's how I do it. I always kind of jokingly mention that, but I continue to keep on pausing it. So I guess that's just what I'm going to do. But, um, and a lot of times it's because I see that the minute, you know, that where the video is, that there's still like a minute and 10 seconds left. 
And I'm just going to forget because there's going to be so much stupid shit that happens in the next 30, 40, 50, 60 seconds that I'm going to forget about this stupid shit. So I feel like I have to, I have to break it up into pieces. You know, I have to break it up into pieces. Otherwise I'm going to forget all the things like I have. It's got to take one, one dumb thing at a time. If they weren't so stupid and the videos weren't so absurd, I could watch it and then give my thoughts after, but there's so it's just chock full of retardation that I need to dissect it in the moment. So appreciate that feedback. Uh, what was the first question? Reverse sled. So reverse sled. Do I lean back? 45 degrees. I, I would say it depends on, I would say it depends on where you have the attachment. So for me, I have one of those spud, those spud waist. It's for like belt squats. I guess you could use it for dips too. So when I walk backwards, you can kind of lean forward, but I have it around my waist. If you have one of those upper body torso ones, you're probably going to want to lean back. Uh, like if you put it around your chest, because if you lean forward, it's going to put a lot of stress on your back. So I would say it really depends on where the anchor is. If you just kind of put that belt around your waist, you could probably lean back slightly or lean forward. It really doesn't matter so much. I guess technically, if you lean back a little bit more, your quads might be in a little bit more of a stretch position. The rectus femoris, if you lean forward more, puts them in a little bit more of the shorter position. But I would just say, if you're like thinking about leaning back or leaning forward slightly, driving your hips back, uh, mix it up a little bit, see how you feel. But as long as you're doing reverse sled, I wouldn't worry too much about it but generally more of like an upright posture, but it depends on how much you're doing, what kind of surface you want, you're on, and also where the anchor is. Cause sometimes you can get one of those ones that go around your shoulders. Sometimes people hold it with their hands or pulling their holding like a handle and they're walking backwards. So it really depends on how you're doing it. Uh, awakened eyes. Welcome to the, welcome to the man cast. Welcome to the man cast. Uh, Awakened Eyes 90. Hey, Papa, discovered you four days ago and already joined. Your content is awesome and information is better than I get from my trainer. Why, thank you. I appreciate that. And we're here every day. We're here every day and been here for, it's March. So literally it's almost been eight years. It's going to be eight years on in May, eight years every single day. So uh, we'll continue to keep on laying down the knowledge cock. Appreciate you guys. And uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up button and share the show with your friends. And we're going to keep on, keep on slinging knowledge cock for decades to come. Swole after dark. Swole after dark, bringing people's gains together. All right, we'll take some more live questions, but let's get another call. This next well, we have to take this call right now because it's from someone called Skinny Indian. So we have to do it now because that's awesome. So Skinny Indian, you're on the line. I can't wait to hear the voice. Me want to go to gym, but parent not let me go to gym. What do I do? <laughs> we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. Uh, your parents. That is such a troll. I want to go to gym. My parents won't go. Trolling all those questions. My parents won't let me go to gym. Ah, get new parents, man. There's so many people in India. You could easily find new parents. You could easily find new parents. Or come to a real country and make some sick fucking games. Let's go, America, baby. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Freddy. Yeah. 
All right. They have gyms. They have gyms in India, right? Maybe not. They even let you eat steak most of the time, right? Everyone's a vegetarian over there. Sacred cows. I think they're sacred too. I just like how they taste. Sacred in my belly. All right, well, let's take another call. Let's take another call. Let's just do it. Any questions? We're about to wrap up shortly. So if you have, we'll take a couple of Instagram ones, but we got this one from Solid Muscles. Ooh, what's this going to be? Hey, Papa Solio. Um, I have a problem with steroids use. And um, I was wondering, how can I stop the steroid use and just go to the fucking gym? I can't tell if that's a troll. It sounds almost serious. You have a problem with steroids. How do I stop the steroids and just go to the fucking gym? By stopping the steroids and going to the fucking gym. Now, I will say, if you're currently taking something, you probably don't want to just stop cold turkey. I don't know. Like, that can probably cause some problems if you're taking, I don't know what you're doing. If that's not a troll question. So, if you're being serious, you should... Whatever is the safest way, I don't know what you're doing. If it's a serious question, I don't know what you're doing. Talk to a doctor or, you know, do it. Be careful with that. But just go to the fucking gym and, you know, stop calling asking me retarded questions. How about that? Let's get a little, some gorillas here. No more. You see, okay. You go to askpapasolio.com, you call into the show. You're going to, you're going to ask me real questions or you're going to, you're going to give me the old Costa Rica. Don't Costa Rica me. All right. All right. Those questions leave a lot to be desired, but there was a couple of good ones in there. There were a couple of good ones today. So it's hit or miss, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Uh, reminder that uh, Friday's overtime segments available for members. If you missed it, go and check it out. It's in Swole TV. It was awesome. So if you didn't see the overtime segment, go check it out. The drive mode gaining was Liddy McTitterson. Go give that a look. See. Let's see what else we got. Uh, we got a couple of Instagram questions. We'll take some more live ones if you have it. If you're watching on X or Rumble, drop your question, hashtag AskPapaSwolio. But we'll take a couple of Instagram ones, and then we'll wrap up, give away the swole card, and everyone can go get their beauty rest. Kara, Alexis, uh, PapaSwolio, movies you enjoyed? I do enjoy movies. I like movies. Are you asking me what movies I like? I like a lot of movies. I like a lot of movies. I do. I I don't have like, this is my favorite movie. Some people have one movie. I like so many fucking movies. There's a lot of them. I use a lot of soundboards from ones that are great movies. So, you know, a lot of these soundboards are, as you can tell, I have so many soundboards because I like a lot of, I like a lot of sounds and I have to, there are a lot that I need to add. I just forget sometimes. I have a master list and there's so many. I just for, I need to sit down and add, make that like a weekly thing and just add a couple more. Uh, questions over in telegram chat. You know what? That's something that I was missing. I just realized that I've been ghosting the telegram chat. So I just realized my phone isn't even here. So that's what I've been missing. Where's my phone? I usually have, I usually monitor. Okay. Let me open the tele. Let me open on my computer. I haven't seen, I just realized that I didn't even have the telegram chat opened. So sorry, small fam. We do have a bunch. Of, we do have a couple questions. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have like massive questions um how long do you usually wait i see one from alan cool appreciate the heads up so i usually yeah let me get the telegram chat i usually have the telegram chat up and i knew something was missing i felt like something was missing i didn't have my phone up so i could have the telegram chat open all right let's see so aaron 
I got you. Appreciate that. Thanks for being patient. Sorry, I didn't see that earlier. Uh, Aaron says, uh, Papa Swolio, I had one from earlier. Don't know if you saw. I'll link it here. I do see it now. How long do you usually wait between taking electrolytes in the morning and magnesium glycinate at night? I mentioned to the Swole fam a few days ago, I've had diarrhea from taking electrolytes and magnesium glycinate around the same time. That makes sense. I stopped doing that and now only drink electrolytes in the morning. I use real... I use Relight Unflavored, one whole scoop. I ran into this issue again this morning after a few days of no problems. After changing the dosing, do you also think it might be better to do half a scoop instead? Half a scoop instead. I didn't think about that the last part when I brought it to the chat. So a couple things. Magnesium is an electrolyte. So when you say taking your electrolytes, you're just taking sodium, potassium, magnesium, and then you're taking some more magnesium. Now, in Relight, I believe there's magnesium malate and glycinate. Now, glycinates, glycinates and magnesium, like magnesium glycinate is very well tolerated. It's not like magnesium citrate, which you'll shit your brains out. So some, like you take a little bit too much magnesium citrate. It doesn't take much. You will be, you'll forget where you pee from. You'll be peeing out your butthole. Um, so yeah, when in doubt, whenever you're adding something, take less and then up it slowly and see if you have more benefits. So again, with a supplement, just like with training, you don't want to do more than required. More training than required just incurs more fatigue and injury risk without the benefit. So if you're going to get amazing results with four sets, why do eight? Well, I like training. It's like, okay, well, you can train again the next day. You don't need to do eight sets. If you're just doing twice as much volume and twice as much fatigue, you're going to negatively affect growth all over your body. So why do... Why do six when five will do? And why do five when four will do? And why do four when you could do three and get the same results? So that's what you want to, that's what you, so again, with magnesium, you don't need to take a thousand milligrams a day if 750 works because only thing you're going to get from a thousand is maybe some diarrhea or stomach issues or something. So, and you don't want to take 750 if you can take five and get great results. So what I do personally is I'll add a little bit more extra magnesium in the morning with my electrolytes, but I find there's no problem. If I do have any issues, I'll adjust like you did. So electrolytes first thing in the morning, like your scoop of relight, that's great. But then you can take, I just take straight magnesium at night and that's fine. So if you're taking a scoop and sodium can, can also give you the poops too if you have too much. So I would try, if you're having any issues, just cut it down and then adjust. Uh, let's see, Papa Solio, do you have any brand suggestions for grass-fed supplements? Um, what do you mean in terms of organ meats? There's some good ones on, there's some good ones on Amazon. There's a lot of good companies. You could check the ratings and um, find something that works best for you. What I would do um, is just make sure that, that you don't have a lot of, you don't have any additives. You want to make sure that it's like third-party tested, ideally. You want to make sure there's no like, you know, if it's in capsules, you want to make sure there's no steer rates and other things. But it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much for there to be something that bothers you. Going back to Aaron's point, like there used to be something that really gave me heartburn. It had magnesium stearate in it. And man, it just fucked me up. So I got a product without that filler and I had no problems. I had like acid reflux and stuff like that. It was nasty. Um So, so yeah, when, when it comes to magnesium, 
and I'll spread it out. I'll spread it out. So sometimes I'll kind of microdose it. So I'll have a little bit extra in the morning. Like for example, if it's a leg day, when I make my pre-workout, I'll have, I'll add a little, you know, maybe, I don't know, hundred milligrams extra. Uh, I did hamstrings and glutes. Whenever I do legs, I'll have some before and after my workout just because I don't want to cramp. So I'll kind of go a little bit heavier on that. I'd rather have a, I mean, if there's a trade-off, I'd rather have a loose poop than cramp in my like adductors or quads or something after a hard leg workout. So, but yeah, if you have like diarrhea or something, um, again, just adjust, do less. Definitely. I would split it up and then experiment and then, but just mark it down and, and, and observe it. That way, you know, um, that way, you know what the culprit is. And again, if you, tr- if you change too many things, if you, cha- if you change how much you consume and then you change what times you do it every single day, you're not going to know what the difference is. So keep them separated and then do half a scoop of electrolytes in the morning and then, and then oh, I feel better. Okay, well, let me keep the evening one right and go up. Oh, I, I feel worse. It could just have to do with your hydration, all sorts of stuff. So just be as consistent as possible and slowly adjust and tweak and then see what works best for you. That's really all that matters is that you're doing, you're far, you're far and far and beyond what most people do. So it's just really important that you adjust slowly. Yeah. But my butthole. Yeah. You don't know. You shouldn't be talking out your butthole all the time. Don't Costa Rica, my man cast. All right. So I got, I got eyes on the telegram chat. So appreciate you guys for asking questions, being patient. I didn't see it earlier. Awakened eyes, Papa Swole. Just to clarify, it's better for me to do two sets to failure than four or five sets of 10. Not necessarily. Let me explain. So two sets to failure didn't specify anything. So failure being what? You could do sets of 10 to failure. Why can't you choose a weight that gets you to failure, but it gets you 10 reps? So if I choose a weight, let me, let me for example, let's say I'm doing, let's say I'm doing a bicep curl. And I pick up 40s. Maybe I can, I'm just, I'm just picking a number, right? So let's say I'm doing, or let's say I'm doing curls with, I don't know, 50 pounds. And if I get to 10 reps, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 is like the last one. Uh, You know, if I try it again, really failure is attempting the rep and failing. If I just put it down, like, I know I can't get another one. That's really just zero reps in reserve. I didn't attempt the last reps. I didn't technically fail. So let's say I went to failure. I I failed on the 11th one. So it was 10 reps to failure. Okay. At 50 pounds. So if I do two sets of that, that's 20 reps. But you're really only getting the stimulation. You're only really benefiting from the last, like, four or five reps to failure. So if I'm doing 10 reps to failure, using that logic, approximately speaking, of course, I'm doing about four or five reps at the beginning of that set that aren't giving me any kind of such stimulus. Now, some people might prefer to do 10 rep sets, but for what I would do, instead of doing 50 pounds for 10 reps to failure, if I did that for a set, what I would do is next time I would, I would make sure I would do 60 pounds or 65 and get that, you know, three, four, maybe get six or seven reps, maybe six reps. So what I'm doing is I'm going heavier, creating more mechanical overload and shaving off three, four or five repetitions that 
of the fluff. I'm getting that stimulation from the first rep. So if I'm doing a rep to a set to failure at five or six sets, five or six repetitions, sorry, five or six repetitions for that set, it might seem, man, that's really heavy. Yeah, it's really heavy, but relative to what you're doing, what's heavy for me isn't necessarily going to be, it might be too much for you. So what I do for five or six sets, you might not be able to do for one, one rep. For five or six reps, you might not be able to do for one rep. It doesn't matter. It's all relative to what your strength is and where you're at. So if you can truly push yourself to failure, as someone like myself who's more advanced with training can do, I'm trying to get as much stimulation out of that set while incurring the least amount of fatigue. So for me, I don't want to do 10, 12, or 15 reps. I could do 15 reps to failure, but I'm grabbing a weight that's so much lighter I can get more benefit by going heavier and hitting failure at five, six, or seven reps. And even going heavier than that and doing four reps with one in the tank. So there's a trade-off. The trade-off and the balancing act is between the fatigue, getting the stimulation, the, the overload, and the fatigue. So you want to manage the fatigue. And fatigue is systemic. And if you fatigue yourself too much, you're not going to grow, period like I mentioned before in the podcast. So it's really important to be recovering. You can't lift heavy every single day. Even if you're training each body part once a week, but you're training every day intensely. If you're training every day intensely, you're really not training intensely because you're chronically fatigued. And so many people are used to being chronically fatigued. Okay. A lot of you join the swole fam after beating yourself up and thinking more is more like more is better. More is better. So you're just addicted to exercise. You're addicted to feeling exhausted. This is what a lot of people do with CrossFit. They're bleeding from their, you know, calluses are bleeding. They're exhausted. They're wiped out. They leave wrecked. That's not good. That's not proper training. You're leaving wrecked. Your body is systemically fucking flatlined. It's very hard to recover. And then if you even barely kind of get to recover, you might injure yourself or you beat yourself up again and you're not really actually super compensating and building muscle. So... A lot of people just compulsively exercise and equate feeling exhausted or sore. Exhausted, sore, and just generally fatigued. They use exhaustion and fatigue as like this badge of honor, right? I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like, you know, burn the candle, blah, blah. I used to be one of those people, right? Like, like being sore, being wiped out was, I succeeded. I fucking destroyed myself today. Well, you're not going to recover from that. So the question is, do you really want to get results? If you really want to get results and get growth, then you need to make sure you're pr producing or subjecting yourself to the, the proper stimulus and the proper overload, but then with as little fatigue as possible so you can recover more effectively and build muscle all over your body. Uh, awaken, uh, so again, so you said awakened eyes. Is it better for me to do two sets to failure than four or five sets of 10? Your two sets to failure can be 10 reps if that 10th rep is the last you could possibly do. But again, if you're picking a weight and you're failing at eight, that's fine. You're failing at seven, that's fine. I think you'll actually get better results if you did two sets to failure at like five, six, or seven reps. I think you actually, you're gonna feel fucking sore, but you're going to incur a lot less fatigue. Because if you think about it, if I did to failure, if I did two sets to failure at five reps, I did 10 total reps. They were all stimulating reps. You did 20. And you had 10 stimulating reps. You just incurred double the fatigue. You did a lot more work than you needed to. It, 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 does that make sense? I, I just, you don't have to, if it, if it doesn't make sense or it's a little bit, your mind's kind of flipping over. This is what we've been talking about a lot 
especially since Maximum Swole came out. It's just, it's it's big on like Mike Mensner like had this. I mean, my like what we're do, we're talking about is a little bit different than what he was saying. One said Dorian Yates. There's a lot of very successful people in fitness and bodybuilding that prescribe to more high intensity, lower volume. It's just so much better. And I think it's even better when you, it's, it's absolutely better when you get older, but of course, you know, try giving wisdom to someone who's 20 and just wants to fucking lift all day long. Yeah. But I see Sam Sulik in the gym on his vlog and he's just doing tons and tons of sets. That's like, you know, I didn't say you can't build muscle with more volume. I know I'm proof. I've done a lot more volume. I was also 22 fucking years old and you can go out all night drinking and then the next day go to the fucking gym at seven in the morning and hit a PR. So you try doing that when you're 40 or 50. Good luck with that shit, right? Or 30. So come on. Most of you watching here, most of you are at least in your you know, mid, late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. I mean, Cerny's here, so that skews the whole you know, bell curve, but <laughs> you know, you get, you get the point, you get the point. And I'm 40. I turned 40 and we 41 this year in August. So I am telling you, I am increasing in muscle mass. I am increasing in strength. I am seeing changes in my body, like literally that I haven't, I, I noticed these things. And when you look at yourself and you train every day and you use the same way, you trust me, these subtle changes and things and, and uh, that I've been honing over the last like year or two and just adjusting have been a game changer. I've been a game changer. It's absolutely, it's absolutely not about doing more, but most people don't really maximize the time that they do spend. So it's not about doing more sets. It's about maximizing the sets that you're doing maximum swole that's the program maximum swole dewey says i didn't realize how good i had it when i was in my 20s could run five miles in the morning lift after work for two or three hours go get wasted rinse repeat then the injuries started piling up yeah because that compounds it's okay in the moment once in a while we've all had a come on we've all gotten drunk and had those nights but it's you can't maintain that long term. Shit will break. So, and the only reason that I'm still consistently training after all these years is because I've adjusted over time. You have to really dissolve your ego when it comes to how you train. That's a big thing. A lot of people train a certain way because they've always trained a certain way. A lot of people keep on deadlifting and trying to add more and go heavy with deadlifts because their identity and their worth and whether or not they're being successful in the gym is whether or not that number on the bar goes up over time, right? A lot of people there like deadlifts are deadlifts are very, and I'm not against deadlifts, but I just, I see a lot of similarities with like veganism in terms of like the ideological attachment to this exercise. But I think what happens with a lot of individuals, same thing with squat. I think everyone has that one or two exercises, probably squat bench deadlift, I guess is like the big three. But they have these, their identity or their worth as a man or woman in the gym is based on, okay, this number has to keep on increasing. And yeah, you want the number to increase, but a lot of times you can, 
like certain exercises, the risk just outweighs the reward. You know, deadlifting a lot doesn't equate to having more muscle mass. Doesn't mean you're going to build muscle. I'm not saying it's a bad exercise, but you certainly don't have to do it. I haven't done standard conventional deadlifts in two years. I mean, sometimes if there's a bar on the ground, like I was doing hip ridge, like I'll lift it up. I can totally deadlift. I'm not, I mean, I just haven't, I wouldn't go super heavy, but I could easily do a deadlift. I'm not worried about it. But today I did 45 degree glute hypers where like my back is flat and I'm on a 45 degree hyper extension, but for your glutes squeezing up and I was holding a dumbbell. All right. Essentially a back extension, but it's for the glutes. It's for the glutes, the hip hinge on a 45 degree hyper. And I was doing it with the 150 pound kettlebell. So that's as hip hinge as it gets. I, I don't need to deadlift if I do that. My spinal erectors are not lacking. Let's put it that way. And plus RDLs are great. So, you know, it's just a more, it's just a more beneficial. It's just better than a deadlift. RDLs are just, it's a great a hip, hip hinges are great. You want to do a deadlift. You want to do a good morning. You want to do a, like a glute hyper. You want to do an RDL. Like as long as you're doing a hip hinge posterior chain, I think it's a great movement, but you could take your pick. So in other words, a lot of people just get very, they attach their ego to an exercise. And it's very easy to want to always add more and more weight. And then, of course, at, at one point, shit breaks. You sleeping, Tainty Man? He's twitching. Tainty Man and the Churchy. Oh, sweet. Sweet Pinkstonian. Oh, Pinkston? Churchy. Sweet Pinks. Oh, Churchy. All right, fam. We about wrapped up. <sighs> Let's see. I think we're good. I think we're good. That was awesome. Good questions. All the way to the end. Some solid knowledge cock, right? It was pretty thick. It was pretty thick. Pretty legitimately thick. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. Let's do a 24-hour stream. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. God, to sit here for 24 hours? No. I, don't, I would never do that, for, even for the views, 24-hour stream. But I will be here tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time, so make sure you're here for the Accountability Monday. Tomorrow, 12 noon. Uh, you know exactly what time we're going live, so 12 noon. We're going to go... By the way, those of you that got your swole text, a lot of you got it during the stream, make sure you respond. What are you working on this week? What are you promising yourself? So every single Monday or every single Sunday, I send out a swole text to members and you get to respond. You get to show up live. And for those of you that maybe don't live in the United States, you're not going to get an SMS text if you're in Europe and stuff like that, but you can show up live at 12 noon and drop in the chat and we hold you accountable. So literally you have to put yourself out there, what you're working on for this week. And then we recap and we, we keep track over the, of the course of the week. Who's uh, focusing and be specific. You know, I was busting some chops last Monday, but here's what I don't want to hear. If I say, hey, what are you promising yourself to work on work? What are you working on? What are you focusing on most this week? Don't be like eating better. I'm working on my nutrition. Now I'm going to roast you for that, right? I'm going to roast you for that. If you say I'm just working on my nutrition, what does that mean? 
I want to train harder. What does that mean? Get specific. What would mean, like, what do you have to do this week specifically so that you can look back at the end of this week and be like, I really did make that improvement in my nutrition. What do I have to do to be like, "Mm, I really made improvements with my intensity. Let's say you're saying, okay, I need to really increase my training intensity. Well, that means that I'm going to do anywhere between five and 10 reps, but I'm going to hit failure. I'm going to go, I'm going to train until I probably, I don't have another rep in the tank. If I fail on that last rep safely, of course you get a, you get a spotter or something like that. Right. So I'm going to train to failure in every single training session, at least one set or something like that. Right. That's it. Get specific. Get specific. Because if you don't have specific actionables that you put out there, how are you going to take that action? So get specific. I implore you. All right, Beaches. Thank you so much for being here. Let us. Mm -mm -mm. Oopsies. Where'd my cursor go? Ah, there we go. All right, so let's get into the Swole card. Swole After Dark. Falcon, take us away. And remember, fam, join us, SwoleNormousX.com, and get access to all the private live streams like Overtime, the Swole Fam Roundtables. Get access to Swole Text, where I will blow up your fucking iPhone or butt your Android. And, of course, you get access to the Telegram chat, the Discord, the Facebook group, the discussion boards, everything inside SwoleNormousX. Check out SwoleNormousX.com for all the programs, yoga, meditation, everything we talked about here to crush your seven pillars. Even that free download is available over there at SwoleNormousX.com also. So it's the best place to go for sick fucking gains. SwoleNormousX.com. Now let's summon the Falcon and give away this fucking card. Dark, fam. It's Swole After Dark. It's After Dark. The question is, are you swole? I guess we're here, so... Up, oh, got a winner. Got a winner on the room play. I know I was ignoring the Telegram chat. I feel bad, but today it goes to Mike Dizzle, nineteen seventy. Congratulations! All right, Mike these nuts. Mike Dizzle, swole after dark. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swole card twenty eight fifty eight in the subject and your mailing address in the body of the email, fam. Time to nut this beach. Congratulations, MD. And we'll take some soundboard requests. So drop those requests in the comentarios. And I will hit that button. It's usually not a dance monkey dance here on the show. But if you make a request, I'll hit that shit. No, baby. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. I have no Ric Flair, but I do have this. Woo! Close enough. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay! You want the baby boys hole, you gotta pay the troll toll. You gotta pay the troll toll to get in. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. 
because of the implication. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental fit, my physical as well as my mental fit, fitness. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. That does hurt me to me, because I used to be one. Hey, churchy! Pinkston Churchill, everybody. Pinkston, 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 Pinkston. Belly rubs, belly rubs, belly rubs. Oh. Belly rubs, belly rubs, belly rubs. Someone's gotta go peepees. Someone's gotta make a potty. Give you more rubs after the show. Don't worry. I'm getting eyeballed hard. I'll be right back. I'll be back in a second. Be back. Hold on. It's the piano cock. No hands. Don't look at me. No eye contact. Coast to coast. No eye contact. What are you looking at me like that? What are you looking at me like that? Yo, I can get scratches on the inners of the back. Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. All right, fam. Congratulations. Every like is a belly scratch. Hit the thumbs up button. And yes, I'm ignoring you, Leslie. Yes, and Rusty Spoons. All right, I'll hit the Rusty Spoons. I like to caress Rusty Spoons. Yeah, you're like the the stepchildren. Daily, yeah, the, the Telegram chat. All right, fam. Okay. Thank you for being here. Great evening, cast. Great swole after dark. Love it. Uh, tomorrow, right back here, 12 noon Eastern time for the Accountability Monday. Uh, it'll be a great show. Again, if you want to get access to swole text, you want to get access to all the private live streams, programs, yoga, meditation, masterclasses, swolenormousx.com, links down below. And uh, of course, by the way, today I'm rocking the Shred merch. Awesome design if you want to. And oh yeah, new merch tomorrow. We're dropping new merch. But also if you want to check out all the new releases, go to uh, papaswolio.com and yeah, definitely hit the thumbs up button. Like the video, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you bang your ear holes. But thanks for being here and we'll see you tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time. Thanks for being here. Peace, McGee's, Deuce, McGoose, ya boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they came left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found out.